looking at a Rambam. The Rambam is the end of Hilchus Chiris. In fact, you Gimel. It ties in Allah of Chiris into this week's parsha. Practical Allah Chalamaisa is a little bit more complicated. Um, okay. Um, so the Rambam is talking about the halachas of feeding, that you you have you have to allow your animal to eat while it's working. You have to, with some rules, you have to allow the worker to eat while he's working. Um, um, if I'm renting out my para to you, I could not feed him so well the day before, so when the, tomorrow when he goes threshing with you, because Allah says you cannot muzzle him while he's threshing, mm-hmm. he's going to eat more, so I'm allowed to be a little bit on the ball, and you know, I'll give my animal less to eat the day before, and I'll rent it out to you the next day, and you know, my animal will get a very big lunch by, while he's working for you. On the other end of the spectrum, the renter realizes this animal is either going to eat a lot of my uh, grain, so he gives him a lot of uh, straw to eat beforehand that he shouldn't hate to eat beforehand, he shouldn't eat too much. So, so that's work, that's fine. Okay, the lucky is the workers allowed to eat the grapes while they're picking the grapes. I can give them a little wine beforehand. So they, they drink more wine, they're not so hungry, they won't eat, eat so many grapes. You can make yourself very thirsty. So maybe you want to eat the grapes because they're, 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 they're fresh and they're uh, juicy. So you can you make yourself a little more hungry. Doesn't drinking wine make us more? Hungry. The Morris says that drinking Hunger drinking a little bit of wine makes you hu- hungry. Drinking a lot of wine makes you uh, full. Okay. I can't do a night, have a night job, and then rent out by day also. Or I have my animal use do my threshing at night. And then rent it out to you for your, th- your threshing tomorrow because when it comes to work, it's it's tired. It's not going to do a good job. And when you rent it, you have a right to get a full a, a fully functioning animal. Furthermore, I have a chiv to eat well. The worker has a chiv to eat well. That when he when he's hired, he will be able to present a good job. And even if the reason why he is limiting his intake of food is because he wants to feed his family he can't do that because he's stealing from the balabais when he's presenting himself as a worker he's presenting himself as a worker that re- re- with full capacity of work so he's stealing from the balabais if he's going to minimize his, his food intake or misagabatsa means he's going to fast those type of things because He's weak, his focus is, is, is not so strong because he's tired and hungry, and he won't do the malach appropriately. So really, is that only like an extreme case? Because we were saying earlier that you could refrain from eating so you'll eat more when you're on the job. Correct. So the Lashon of Mari is going to starve himself, uh-huh. right? So a person decides that, you know, he's overweight, and he really needs to go on a diet, and he eats like, you know, just like, you know, uh, an apple for breakfast. He comes into work, and he's really hungry, he's not focused. So he would not be allowed to do that without getting permission from his boss, because he's he's minimizing his capacity of work hmm. at, at, during the workday. 
just like we've given much thought to beforehand that the, that the Balabais has to pay in the, the right time and he cannot, he has to pay, pay, pay appropriately. Uh, so the, the poor man, meaning the person who doesn't own and he's renting himself out for work, can't steal from the Balabais, uh, cannot steal from the Balabais the Malach that he owes him. The more says that that that, that the the um, being rented out is like buying you for the day. So I bought you. So the, when I rent you, for, the same way when I rent the car, it's like I bought the car for the day. When I rent you, when I hire you, is like I bought you bought you for the day. I mean, so your work belongs to me. Hmm. So I, I, I waste a little time here, waste a little time there. What you call you? Look. I have to really use my time appropriately for the, the, the employer. The more says that Poilim, because there are, there are three brachas in benching, Chazal added a fourth one. So the law is that workers, Poilim, which are working for the Balabayas, do not say the fourth bracha. And of the three brachas that they say, they say the first one, and they combine the second and third as one bracha. Why? Because otherwise they're stealing from the Balabayas. They're taking extra time, extra time for benching. Now, we don't pass them like that, Bisman Azeb, because we assume that that level of um, extra time that it takes for the extra minute to say the bracha, nobody's not on anymore. But, me, but you see, Meikra Adin, the Rambam is saying that this is how Chazal viewed the, the level of responsibility of a worker. The person has a chiv to work with all of his efforts, all of his strength. So Yaakov Avinu in this week's parsha calls out Rachel and Leah to the field and says that you know your father's taking advantage of me, and my end, even though he's taking advantage of me, I have given him my full full focus of work. Um, and the Rambam doesn't see that what Yaakov was saying was Chasidus. This is versions Chayiv Chayiv Laavu Bekol Karcha. So what Yaakov did was he was he he was honest and with integrity. He did what a worker is supposed to do. Now it happens to be that ninety nine percent of the workers in the world might not do that, but Yaakov did that. But he wasn't doing something which is beyond the letter of the law. And the Russian paid him back with reward in the world to come and in this world as well, that he became very wealthy. So the payback for being the integrity which he had in regards to financial matters was that he received a financial reward in this world as well, besides the extraordinary uh, star that he, that he got in Alam Habo for being them to his work. So. Um, so the, the the applications of this uh, to a lot of the Misa would seem to be pretty straightforward, but there are, are multiple Gemoras which introduce something called Minigam Medina. So straightforward, there's a level of a, that I have to work. Now um, I have a, the Balabai has a chiv to provide certain foods. The worker has to chiv to provide a certain amount of work, etc. But the Gemara is clear that. That when that contractually we can make up any contract that we want. So if we we would make up a, an arrangement any other other than what we have over here, that's fine. Then the more it says above and beyond the the ability to make up a contractually any amount any amount anything that you want, 
above and beyond that, if there's a standard in the Medina, what's called Minigam Medina, Minigam Medina will function in lieu of a contract as if we, as if we made a contract. Because that, that's the expectation of, of people involved that we're doing it based on, that, on, the, on this idea. So, Minigam Medina, translating into into the modern person said that that what we translate as the industry standard. So the fact that maybe we've done it once or twice, type of thing, that's not going to be uh, enough. But if this has become what's sta- the standard expectation, um, so th- that when I hire you, I hire you based on that assumption. So you must live up to the standard expectation. Barring any any specific standard expectation, we go back to the basic halacha that I have a responsibility. Um, the 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 remote adds that a person can't stay up late at night because that that will minimize his ability to work the next day. Uh, the the person talking about a malamed person who's teaching, so he can't even get up. You know, he wants to learn his own learning. Well, you know, but th- that might be di- diminishing your ability to be available for your students. So much just for myself right here, over here. Um, <laughs> getting enough sleep, um, getting up early to learn, right? So, uh, all of these things, barring any type of uh, contractual arrangement or or industry standard, we assume that I have a high, I still have the scheme to do that. Now, on a practical level, it becomes very difficult to translate this into Lamaisa because industry standard assumes each industry is different. Um, the level of your position in, 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 the, in, the, in the company might also make a difference, um, and all those things are would, would be recognized by halacha as valid. One thing that I want to point out is so you know the, the, one of the one of the applications of this is above and beyond my work is the other end of there is, is let's say so besides quote unquote taking advantage of my the, the time of the balabayas, what about taking advantage of the balabayas's um, Materials, you know, so um, pens, pencils, paper, etc. So, I, I have a, I have a business, you know, a retail business. So we provide coffee available for the customers. Can can an employee take take coffee, all the foodstuffs, those type of things? So what what's the expectation and what's acceptable? So there's a fascinating discussion uh, of a shach and the, the uh, soys, etc. There's a sugya in Bamatsia called Yishlamidas. So Yishlamidas, the, the the classic application of it is this idea of had I been aware, I would have agreed to X, but I wasn't aware yet. That's really what the concept of Yishlamidas is. In the case of whether the person has a lost item, there's a concept of the that if a person is aware that he lost it and he accepts that fact that it's lost, item now becomes ownership, ownerless and available for anybody to take it. So I, I did not know that I lost it yet. Had I known, I would have accepted the fact, because really, it's very hard for me to get it back due to the lack of any type of proof, lack of the, the, the circumstances, whatever it might be. So, okay, so had I known that it's lost, I would have, I would have accepted the fact that, that, that it's lost, but I didn't know that it was lost yet. I it, it just wasn't aware of the fact that it's gone. That's called Yish Lamidas. So we pass in Yish Lamidas, Lo Havi Yish. The Gemara takes that concept and applies it to the following. I come into your house and I want to take some food. We have roommates in the dorm and I want to take some food. The boss, I want to take some food from the, 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 the food available in the office. So if there is a, a, a upfront knowledge, which means there's a standard policy, means the boss is basically agreeing to X. 
that's not Yishlam Midas, that's Yish Midas. That means the person has accepted a, a certain reality and made it acceptable to him. But let's say it's only because he likes me very much. Really, Reuben, the, the dorm case, Reuben does not want anybody taking his food. But for Beryl, he doesn't mind that Beryl should take. If Beryl would ask him, he would say, of course. But Beryl never asked him. See, even though we, we, Beryl could feel confident they're such good friends that he would say, of course, but since Beryl never asked, so that's the Yishlomi does. I'm accepting something which I don't know about yet. The, own, the owner, Ruvain, does not know that Beryl is here and wants to take something. Had he told Beryl up front, whenever you stop by, please take. Fine, that's, that's the equivalent of he's accepting up front. But had he not, so the, the so he says in that situation, I can't take. It's called Zayla if I take. So if I have a special relationship with the boss, he doesn't mind that I should take all these extra items, but whereas the standard of the the company is not, if I never asked him, and never really discussed it, the fact that I can assume that for sure he would agree doesn't make him want to. It would have to be that I I, I clarify that with him up front. What about in the place where they assume people are going to take? Like an airport lounge puts out tea and things like that. Well, that's the assumption that, that, that they're put out there for the purpose of people to take. So that's not that's the issue. does. No, I saw I saw someone pocketing. So that that would not be motor, you know, because that that wasn't what they put it out for. So you know, they put it out the person should while he's in the lounge, we should take advantage of it. So in the, theoretically, the boss doesn't mind somebody his employees going to the to the tea room or whatever, or whatever you call it, you know the the supply room and get a snack. You know, this, it helps the workers work better. But the guy should put five bags of ch- chips to take home for his kids. He can't do that. Obviously, that that wasn't what it's put there for. Um, well, he, I'm his best friend. He would of course agree that I should take some things home from the kids. He loves my kids. That might be true. But if you never if you never discuss it with him, you can't do it. And that's the, the point we're saying over here. Um, uh, the same thing with expense accounts. The same. So there's going to be there's going to be a standard. There's going to be some ambiguous ambiguous cases. Obviously, where um, you know, what do you do in a case where I went for a business trip, but I would have I would have done it anyway. I mean, I just had this. You know, for tax purposes, I had the question. I went to a a, a chasna, which. There clearly was, as, as a Rebbe, as a Rav, as a, I felt an obligation to go, and that's a valid business expense for clergy. But the uh, one of the people, and one of the parents involved was a close friend. I would have, maybe would have went as a, for the friend anyway. But right, you know, the, the, the individual the, who's getting married was functioning as a Rebbe Talmud relationship. I might have went as a friend relationship. So I don't know. So that's you know that's, that's a hard question. Where you draw the line for those type of things? You know, the, the, the jury's out. My accountant trying to decide that on that one. <laughs> but this, if, if I would have a business account with with, with 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 expense account with the boss, I would have the same type of question. Okay, what about a, let's say you you know, I, I the boss wanted me to go on a trip and I bought a ticket and he canceled the trip. The ticket's not refundable. So who owns? You know, so the tickets are made, made out my name. They're not transferable. So either the ticket is going to go to waste. Right? The, it was the, the boss paid for it. Do I have to pay the boss back? Or you know, it was you know, it was his decision to cancel it. You, know, you can get in some very not clear cases when you get the, you know, those type of things. Um, but getting back to the original issue of employee responsibility, that the, the employee has a key to to use his time well. 
So whatever the, the definition in that industry is called well is a very really person really has to be very careful with that. Um, assuming that there's not a clear anything which is ambiguous, a person should be machmer. You're dealing with potentially the concept of gazel, and the Rabbin understands that this is an act of gazel. This is my my time is sold to to the my employer, and he owns it. And if I take it for myself, I'm stealing. That's how the Rambam construes the, the concept. Um, now, if you have a industry standard where the, the expectation is I need to produce X amount of hours per week and the boss doesn't care when I do that, so that's the industry standard. So then he, he owns X amount of hours but not specifically during the, 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 the hours of 9 to 5 or whatever it is. I have to, if that's what is expected, that's expected. If he expects you to work 9 to 5 no matter what, so the, the fact that oh, no, I'll pay it back later on is not necessarily acceptable. Do we define the industry standard by the boss or the company or the division? I mean, because there's lots of different standards at work in terms of this is the way the company says to do things, but this is the way we do things in this in this office. And so the some of the office. What? In this corner of the office. <laughs> okay, so... There's assumption in the law that a manager is authorized to make a certain he has a certain level of discretion, mm-hmm. um, and that applies in many different areas. You know, I want to go back and make a return. Really, it's not the policy, but he says, you know what, you're a good customer. I'll take it back for you anyway. That's part of the discretion of the manager to make the, make business decisions. It's worthwhile to keep this customer happy because he's going to come back again and again, even though it's not officially return policy of the company. So really, he's stealing from the company by giving you back money, money back to me. But no, he's not because that's that's he has a certain amount of discretion. So same thing over here, a manager has a certain amount of discretion. So assuming that his employees are being productive, and that's what the 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 the, the upper levels of management wants, so uh, we'll assume that he's within range. If he's playing, he he wants to be you know make everybody ha- like him a lot, and really the upper level of management are not really happy, so he wasn't authorized to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but within within range, you could have you could have theoretically. There's multiple offices of Company X, and the, each one has its own manager. And there's going to be a different standard of how how they're going. <coughs> except, but that's not a standard issue. That's more along the lines of contractual. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we've agreed to over here to a certain to a certain way of doing it, and everybody if everybody agrees to that, and that you know if the the company agrees to that, that's fine. But there's also is a certain expectation which is sort of standardized. You know, lawyers function, most lawyers function a certain way, whether they're in New York or within Los Angeles, etc. Um, federal government might be a little bit different. I'm sorry, Yeshua. Um, federal, federal government might be a little bit different than, let's say, private sector. Then that, that's a different in- industry uh, in many ways, shapes, or form. Um, what about where someone has complete discretion, but the funds are, let's say, they're shutfim or they're they're public or whatever it is, but the person himself has complete discretion. So, and he has, I mean, if he has complete discretion, that means that the the owners have have him, you know authorized him to do that. So that so, so it's based on the person who has discretion. It's based on their judgment of what is reasonable and what's not. Well, correct. I mean, assuming that 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 was that was he would, he was authorized to do. That was, we have to assume. Okay. That's so we, we didn't give you